we're here to do uh, today is to share with you an update, and we've, we've got some good news in regards to our goal to end homeless veterans homelessness here in Madison in the year 2017. The city of Madison has subscribed to two different efforts, uh, the Mayor's Challenge effort and the Zero Initiative effort to end veterans homelessness. And let me just uh, share some information with you. And I want to uh, also introduce John Rohr, who's the director of the VA hospital here in Madison. In fact, why don't I use that as an opportunity uh, before we get into details to share with you that the successful effort we've got to date is a result of collaboration, uh, particularly the collaboration which has been ongoing for almost two years now between the VA and the city and the various city agencies, uh, particularly our uh, our housing folks, our community development folks, in regards to, to reaching our, our goal. Now, one of the things that we do besides the, the annual uh, point-in-time uh, count, which is conducted, actually it's conducted twice annually, once in January, once in July, uh, to, to take uh, a census of the homeless community one of the things we do is we specifically go out and we attempt to identify all of the homeless veterans within our community. In doing that, uh, the numbers have varied in the past, but as we embarked on, on this effort to find housing for every veteran in Madison, we set a goal of 130 veterans that we wish to house by the end of 2016. And interestingly enough, to date, through our efforts in the latter part of 2015 and all of 2016, we have found housing for 193 homeless veterans. So obviously we've exceeded the initial count, and we now have an estimate uh, having housed 193 veterans of our armed forces that uh, we've got somewhere in the vicinity of another 50 to 60 veterans yet to be housed. Now the good news is currently about 25 to 30 of those veterans have VASH vouchers and they are out in the marketplace right now looking for housing. So one of the points that I'd like to, to bring home is anyone, any landlord out there uh, within a 50-mile radius of Madison, but particularly in the city of Madison, who has got a vacancy. We've got 25 veterans of the United States Military Services who are looking for housing. They will... Uh, have supportive services from the VA, which, which we'll share with you in a moment, and they are ready uh, for a home. VASH vouchers 
are similar to Section 8 vouchers in that they're portable, in that they basically mean housing is made available to an individual at one-third of their income. But what's distinguishing for a VASH voucher is that it's only available to veterans and, in effect, uh, they go to the front of the line to get housing. This is a collaborative effort on the part of the federal government. It's an initiative where the Veterans Administration and HUD teamed up. And you might recall uh, we put in in the last year for extra VASH vouchers. We received 40 uh, in the last round additional VASH vouchers. And uh, most of these right now are in the hands of these veterans who are looking for, for housing. There's other ways of providing the housing. We've got 25 project-based vouchers uh, at Rutke, and the CDA now has a total of 185 VASH vouchers, and that includes the 25 at Rutke. 152 are in use, and like I said, we've got a whole uh, group of veterans who are now uh, looking, looking for housing. Uh, at this point, I'd like at this point I'd like to introduce John Rohr, the director of the VA hospital here here in Madison, and thank him and his staff uh, who've really done a magnificent job in not just serving the veterans but in working with us to get the significant population housed in the last year. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, just a, a, a couple of things, and I'll really just be emphasizing what the mayor just said. Uh, I want to thank the mayor and his staff for uh, joining us uh, in our quest to end homelessness for our veteran population. Uh, the Madison VA has had an active homeless program since uh, 2006, and we've housed nearly 1,000 veterans in the Madison area uh, since that time with HUD-VASH vouchers. Um, and we've uh, helped uh, thousands more with some wraparound services that we provide, such as uh, health care, uh, legal help, employee assistance, uh, employment assistance. Um, but to truly end uh, the homelessness problem amongst uh, veterans, uh, it's going to take collaboration, collaboration, like the mayor said, uh, with all parties. And uh, the mayor's challenge to end veterans' homelessness uh, is just a, a great example of that. I also want to thank the uh, 18 uh, VA uh, staff that we have dedicated to work with the homeless every day here in Madison. And I want to thank the landlords who have helped us out uh, because, really, it, it, their participation is critical uh, to our success. And then I want to make a pitch to those landlords who have not yet stepped forward, much like the mayor just talked about. Um, the main thing we need right now is those additional apartments for our uh, veterans who already have the, the HUD-VASH vouchers approved. Um, we truly can end veteran homelessness in the Madison area uh, with your help. So uh, thank you again. Um, thank you for inviting me here today, uh, Mayor. And I'll turn it back right. over to you. Um, Lynette, why don't you come on up here? You haven't had an opportunity to hear uh, what we've said, but uh, you're just coming from a another meeting on yes, veteran <laughs> homelessness. Um, Lynette Rhodes uh, is the 
director? I'm the grants administrator. Grants administrator, but you're in charge of the program yeah. for the city uh, within community development. And you've been actively involved. We've just kind of described the number of vouchers and what we've been doing in the collaboration. But could you explain what your office does and the day-to-day -day work in terms of getting the veterans housed? Sure. Um, so the City of Madison's Community Development Division works very closely with the VA. We meet on a weekly basis to look at what we call the by name list. So we identify all of the homeless vets that are in our community. Um, we look at doing a needs assessment for all of them to make sure then that we're placing them in appropriate housing. Um, so in the last couple of years, um, looking at 2015-2016, we've placed about 200 literally homeless vets into permanent housing, and we're looking at um, placing another 50 that we have left to go on that by name list. So we use a lot of our other resources like city funding. We work with the VA program on their VASH vouchers um, to make sure that these individuals successfully go into housing. So uh, why don't we take any questions? Do you know when you can get to zero? Well, it's our hope that we will meet zero by the end of 2017. Now, how you determine zero, that's not in our hands. That's in the hands of the federal government, and they understand that the situation is fluid because, say, we thought we were zero yesterday. Well, today, uh, somebody who had housing might become homeless. Someone may move to the city without having a home. So what they do is they look at how many veterans you've got who are homeless, how many you've housed, and when you get to a number that satisfies them that at some specific point, knowing that you're still working with a few homeless veterans, they in effect determine that you're, you're, you've reached zero. Uh, anything you want to no. add to that? Yeah, it's absolutely true. It's, it's a very fluid number. I think um, one of the things that we're really focusing on, there's lots of different housing programs that you can put veterans in. So our ultimate goal is to get everybody into permanent housing, um, but we do have trans transitional housing in our community as well, which means a vet can be placed in there for up to two years um, as they work on getting case management, getting employment, you know, um, earning more income. Um, so our goal is ultimately to put people into permanent housing, um, but we feel we'll reach zero as well if we put people into these transitional housing um, in order to exit them into permanent housing. And how has Madison's notoriously tight market affected this? I mean, you said you got 50 to 60 who have vouchers but aren't in a home. Well, we were we were just talking about that, and, and and part of the problem is our tight housing market. We've added to the housing stock, and while all of the housing we've added has not been uh, low income or moderate income housing, at least we've added to the stock and that has significantly lowered or, or improved our vacancy rate. It's actually almost 50% higher than it was uh, five years ago. In the meantime. As, as the director here, uh, Mr. Rohr, was, was explaining to me earlier, uh, veterans in the area would prefer to be in Madison, but... Right, right. And, but we do have a 50-mile radius, so that there are uh, landlords out there uh, in the surrounding areas. There may be veterans in those areas that we can support uh, with our case management. And the other pitch I would make to these uh, landlords is um, 
if you do do this through the HUD-BASH program, and we put one of our veterans in there, um, they're intensively case managed. So if you have any issues, uh, because it uh, can be a, a difficult population sometimes, and, and that's sometimes what makes the landlords a little uh, leery. But we have case managers that will work with these veterans and with the landlords every day if necessary. Um, have you had any veterans transition out, like success stories? Where, um, so could you talk about that a little bit in terms of? Sure. Um, so, yes, we have had vets transition out. So um, the VASH program, you need case management, and then there's also income limits as well. Um, so the VASH vouchers turn over every once in a while because um, they've had case management, they've gotten some employment, maybe they are over income. Um, and, and overall, the, this program, I have to say, since you guys, I don't know if you talked about it before I got up here, um, it's really great for our community. So the veterans who are in this case management um, are receiving services, and there's less visits to the ER, there's less interaction interaction with police. Um, so the vets are very successful once they get into that um, VASH program and they're getting the case management that, yes, yeah, some of them do kind of graduate out and get permanent housing on their own. Is this both men and women? Absolutely. Do you have numbers at all about the number of women? Well, the numbers that I have actually um, are more global uh, because, again, we have the program in Madison, but we also have a program in Rockford where we have intensive case management. And the numbers I looked at uh, this, I guess it was last week sometime, it was about 7 to 8% women, 7 or 8%. How concerned are you with the change of administration about federal funding for these vouchers and some of the housing where these veterans are? Well, um, because uh, homelessness is still uh, getting to zero, is still a goal, uh, around the country and, and eliminating veterans homelessness is still one of the, the top strategic goals of the, uh, of the veterans, uh, Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, I'm not concerned that, that that money will dry up anytime soon. Um, yeah, last year in the FY16 budget, for example, President Obama had put in $1.4 billion uh, to go towards uh, ending veterans homelessness. And um, I don't see a reason why we would change that until we get uh, to that zero goal. Are, are these vets from, let's say, the Vietnam War era, <laughs> Gulf, um, Desert Storm, Afghanistan? Um, well, of course, it's the whole gamut. Um, as far as the OEF, OIF, or the younger veterans right now, that percentage, again, now this is a global percentage. This isn't, you know, just the Madison area. But um, I think I was looking at about 14 or 15 percent would be that, that younger veteran. So the, the rest of that would be, you know, across all the different eras. Any other questions? All right, just a reminder, last week we finished, we did our, uh, our January point-in-time count, and when will that be out and available? In about two weeks. So we'll have that out in two weeks, which will give us a larger perspective as to how we're doing. And obviously we're hoping that the success we've had in regards to homeless vets over the last 18 months will have an impact on that count. Let me just remind everyone, it was just about a year and a half ago that we had a press conference here when we launched this initiative. That point, we weren't getting much of a response, particularly from the landlords. Since that time, they've just been great, and we want to thank them. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah. Um, so what impact has this had on the overall um, issue of homelessness in Madison? Well, that's why I'm suggesting 
we'll be able to get some feel for that when the point in time, point in time count is completed in two weeks. Anything else? Thank you all for being here.